0: Welcome to this month's GPS Training Podcast. It's our 28th episode. In this month's podcast, I'm again joined by Ian and myself, John, both of us from GPS Training. We had a good month, Ian? Anything exciting happened with you?
1: Um, not so John, it's just rained. It's rained in the south of England every time we speak. It just rains. Yeah, it's always glorious
0: uh, up north. You always complain about this weather. It's glorious up north, isn't it?
1: But this weekend, you see, this weekend, though, John, I've, I've got a course. So it's my first course for what, almost two months. And I think the weather's not bad for the south for the weekend. I think when the north is going to get hit by rain and a bit of snow by the sounds
0: of it. So, <laughs> Oh, you're really so. you're really chewing me up for my weekend yeah. course this weekend, <laughs>
1: snow in the north. <laughs> Ha <laughs> Very that never good. happens in, with us soft, us, us soft southerners. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's brilliant. There we go. Very good.
0: So without further ado, let's get on with today's podcast. As I've already said, it's our 28th episode. In today's podcast, we chat about the dreaded sea world. Yes, Christmas. What top kit is around that tempts us over the festive period, as we approach the festive period. Don't worry, it's not all about the most expensive thing. We're going to have a chat about some budget, some accessories. And some of the key things I think will be a major part of this Christmas for many of us. Then we're going to chat about the all-new GPS map 86s and 86i. These are outdoor GPS units that are very much aimed at the sea kayaker and those doing water sports. There's a couple of interesting twi- twists there compared to 66s and 66i that Garmin already produced. So we're going to look at that. We've not yet had our hands on those units but we'll have a chat about them and uh, we'll introduce you to this new GPS from Garmin. And then we have Ian's FAQs, Garmin units, Garmin watch, and hopefully a map one as well. So I have Ian's FAQs of some of the questions he's been asked over the past month. So Ian, it's the start of November. Here we go. We start the build up to Christmas. In the next few minutes, we're going to look at some of the things that maybe on your Christmas list, you maybe want for, or you maybe just buy for yourself anyway. So we're going to do a look at units, we'll look at accessories, and we'll look at what we would also want as well. So I think what we need to do, instead of just going units, and I think we need to categorise them into budgets. So we'll look at budget GPS units, and then top end, and then but I don't know, budget uh, money's no option. So. Best budget GPS unit will come in under three hundred pounds, um, for and therefore Ian, we've got the GPS Map 64s, which is is it the sleeping giant? It's something we've not really talked about a lot on the podcast. E-TREX Touch 22 and 32, these are all Garmin's. Uh, touch 25, and then of course the Etrex Touch 35. So Ian, 64s X, have you have you you? Well, you're a past 64 well, user, just- aren't you?
1: John, John, Firstly, I mean, we're talking about Christmas in at the very end of October, which is uh, it's a poor, it's a poor start. <laughs> Breaks all my rules. <laughs> Breaks all my rules on Christmas, but I fully understand why we're doing this. We need to do this it. it for Christmas all our customers system, yeah. as well. Indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I ha- I've, you know, I mean, I, I know that, that it was launched a, f- a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, like, sixty-four SX. Yeah. Um, I. I I mean, looking at it, I mean, I haven't, must admit, I haven't had my hands on one. Um, I, I just think it, it's, I don't know, all right, it's good budget technology, but um, yeah, it, it, I think it's just a, it's just really a re, in my my humble views just a bit of a rebranded kind of a 64s really isn't it it's so, a 64s I it, think it,
0: in a different case i think isn't it, a, it really with an x on the
1: end oh, cool. that's about it
0: <laughs> i think that was brought back very much i think when the 64 was coming to the end of its life garmin yeah. had very good sales when it was being discounted yeah, yeah, yeah. um but then us as I'm going to say professional GPS user, people who use GPS every day. A 66 is so much better than a 64, isn't it? And I know we're completely in a different price bracket, but actually, would you go back to your 62 after you've been using a 66?
1: No way. There you are. No, there's there's no way. I think, though, that, you know, uh, there are so many bells and whistles on the 66 Mm -hmm. series GPSs that I know we'll talk about later that, you know, if you just want a decent budget, gps you and you can't get your hands on a 64s now mm-hmm. um you know then the sx is a good alternative if you don't want to spend a lot of you know a lot of money but you want the style of a 60 series G- gps mm-hmm. so it's funny because
0: we've just sold this week i've sold five of them to the forest commission because they've always used 64s they don't want to spend right. a fortune they're just marking yeah. trees or plant planted. i don't know i don't know yeah. what they're doing with them yeah. And they've just bought a, a bulk load office, So I, I can very much see it's that marketplace. But you as an outdoor user, would you prefer a, a Touch 25 or a 64S? That's my question, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and I think the thing is that with, you know, moving on to the 25, um, it's just got the user friendliness of the profiles. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's just, it's a, um, again, all right, the, the bottom of all the touchscreens in, you know, price-wise, price, price point-wise, but then on the other hand, it's just got more features, um, that, that I think a 64, it, it's just, but then again, you know, I, you know, John, I'm, I'm a buttons man, you, you know, I've had a, I was, I was telling someone today, I started off with a 60 CX oh. back in 2006, so, you know, trying to convert me even to a touch would be touch screen would be a bit of a. Um... So, so then
0: that brings in, would you prefer a 22 or 32? So really at right then, at the bottom end of the market, 22, 32, they're rebranded 20 and 30 from yeah, earlier on this yeah. year. Um, again, we've sold a number of them, the 32s, they're, they're not ridiculously priced. I don't know. Is, yeah. Would that be an option? Would you prefer a 32 rather than a touch 25?
1: Uh, personally, I think it would be a very close rus- run thing, mm-hmm. and I think the reason is is because the screen quality on the E-TREX 32x, I think is act- it actually beats the Touch 25 mm-hmm. screen quality. The, the the pixels are better, the maps are sharper. Um, screen is smaller, mm-hmm. um, but you know they it is. Um, I think it would be a pretty close run thing, but then again, you don't have the functionality of uh, the touch 25 mm-hmm. and the other I think the other big thing is is that we have you know it's taken um, you know it took us when the topo pro card map cards first came out to realize that you cannot um, you know there is no such you, you can't use a topo pro card which I know again we're going to talk about later in the podcast but you can't use those in the 32 or a 22 to their full capability mm-hmm. which is you know, turn by turn routing when you're in a national park. So that's a really valid
0: point, actually. Yeah. That a...
1: is where that is where the big to, to me. Although the screen quality is better than the Touch 25, you cannot, put, you don't have those route the routing profile options that you do in the Touch 25. Because mm-hmm, we could set up um, a couple of
0: different profiles and make it really nice and easy to swap in that Touch 25, where
1: yeah, it's, absolutely. you don't
0: have that. Yeah, so it's really because so, so
1: yeah, so no, so I think on balance i would go for the 25 touch 25 as opposed to 30 takes for that for that very reason
0: and the nice thing as well with that touch 25 you could buy for that under that 300 pound you could buy it with a bird's eye plus faster 25 000 square kilometer 125 000 mapping we couldn't afford it within that budget with a 1 to 50 map card which is what we're discussing uh later on but again a bird's eye plus Plus, twenty-five thousand square kilometers larger than the size of wales not a really nice mapping option to kind of get yourself going isn't it yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: so is that it Ian? so you're thinking on the best budget gps unit under 300 pounds you go for a touch 25 with the bird's eye plus or I just jumping to conclusions there Ah,
1: uh, still go for the 64 john oh, still go for the 64. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think i uh, i think it i think it would still again um I dislike, I dislike the fact you can throw them in a pocket, mm-hmm. and you know nothing's going to change. Um, you know, I've had one or two people this month actually uh, with touchscreens saying that their touchscreens do do funny things. That's and... It's always
0: raining down south here. <laughs> <why. laughs>
1: it's actually it's really quite funny because I'll tell you the the funny thing was was that when I did my course back in Cre- in Northamptonshire at the end of July when it literally tipped it down mm-hmm. all weekend one of uh one of the guys on the course he he was using our our training uh oregon 700 uh gps and he went on to buy one a week or two a, a few days later i I know and and he had it it was there was just rain dropping off his hat yeah, onto yeah. the screen and it just sent the screen into the sort of,
0: went mad where the screen absolutely mad it. he said um
1: but yeah but It it sorted itself out and he carried on, Uh you know, and it Uh carried on, so so it was fine. But yeah,
0: good. (laughs) Oh, well, so Ian's best budget GPS under 300 pounds can be a GPS map 64SX. Um, I'm gonna say a touch 25, I'm so I'm gonna be quite boring. Touch 25, I'm actually in this debate because I'm just about to write an article which is the best GPS unit for this Christmas, and I was debating between the touch 25 and the 32X because I think the 32X, as you say, better screen resolution. But actually, now I'm going to have to rethink the whole thing, Ian, because now you've thrown the 64SX in the equation, which wow. I completely <laughs> dismissed. So you'll have to wait and see the article when I write it. I must be never going to write it, because I can't work out which one's the best yeah, one. Yeah, so. you can't sit on that fence, John. <laughs>
1: don't mention the b word don't
0: mention. okay so we'll look at the best top end gps i want to say top end under 500 pounds including maps so in this category we've got an oregon 700 with topo great britain pro 150k or the bird's eye plus voucher 66s with topo pro 150k or a bird's eye plus voucher 66i You wouldn't be able to afford a map card in this price bracket. So you'll just do the top active mapping that that comes with. um, And that would just sneak under that price bracket by one pence. So it's just about there. And then now we've got the SatMap Active 20 coming in with 150k, um, which is the uh, HD uh, maps that we get um, from SatMap. So Oregon 700, 66S, 66I, and Active 20. And that's all under £500. I know what you're going to say in here. I'm not even asked the question, am I? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're a, you should be a, a brand ambassador for this GPS unit, do, oh, Yes, sir.
1: yes, indeed. Yeah. Go yeah. on
0: then, Ian. Tell us all what we <laughs> we know you're going to say.
1: Oh, actually, John, I'll go for the Oregon Seven Hundred. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's really, no, um, Yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, personally, I wouldn't um, go for the sixty-six I personally, mm-hmm. um, because of um, where I walk and I, I'm. You and I had this discussion, I think it was yesterday, about me buying a little in-reach <sighs> um, and setting it to my GPS. It, it, I think it is, if, if people, and I know we're going to talk about this later in the podcast, yeah, if people are out walking in crazy remote parts, then yes, that would be probably the one to go for, wouldn't it? It without- would be, yeah. Uh- without any argument. Um, but we've got
0: the subscriptions come with the, it and this kind of thing. So yeah, really we, for your casual walker, just day walking. Yeah. Uh, and I know you do a number of long distance trails as well. 66S is really adequate. Well, it's more than adequate. More than it?
1: adequate, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I, 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 I think so. Um, SatMap you know, Active um, 20,
0: I'm gonna throw that at you. Cause again, oh, we've got a SatMap in this diff- category. So yeah, would, would you ever be a- swayed over to the SatMap from a Garmin?
1: that's a difficult question um and and i i, I promise so it, i
0: promise it wouldn't need a platform update when you yeah, yeah. Um,
1: right yes absolutely um
0: if people don't I mean, know that when we do satmap courses he always everybody comes with their G, uh, satmaps out of date and we have to do platform updates oh, no. on it so it tests <laughs> our skills <laughs> um so satmap active 20 over a garmin
1: it's you see I think that's quite it's quite an interesting question that mm-hmm. because I think uh, from a, again you know talking about screen quality we know that screen quality map quality um, flexibility of mapping that sat map offer people um, certainly for this country and you know like I've had people on courses um, who have done like very bespoke walks like there was a gentleman who walked? Who walked the Camino uh, from? Actually, he did the one from across Spain, from um, Alicante to Santiago to Compostela. And Sat Map did him sort of like a, uh-huh. a custom, you know, one to twenty-five thousand map for for his walk, uh-huh. uh, which I think is now starting to get into. You know, it's the debate as to which mapping is better, which GPS is better, uh-huh. uh, and and I think it would, it, you know, for for the services Satmap offer you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think you know post purchase. I think actually for things like mapping, I think it's actually not 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 that bad at all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, it's still that 66S. 66. is still it's still lurking there, John. And well, I'm
0: going s- to totally agree with you there. I'm, I've always been an Oregon user, I've, I've never used. I kind of use the 64s because I had to teach how to use it. But I've never been a massive 64s. I would always pick up an Oregon, um, yeah. but now I pick up a 66s. I, I much prefer it. I, I think it's. I think it's. It's developed. The screen size is now the same. Um, there's those extra features on there, and I actually quite like button GPS units now. I kind of think they're easier to mm. use. Um, I, I, yeah. So I'm like you mid mid our uh, uh, top end gps unit, which is under 500 pounds i' would like you go for the 66s from garmin with the 150k topo pro card Ian or the bird's eye plus voucher
1: uh i'd go for the Topo pro definitely i think you know so sort of on my last on my last gps i had some bird's eye mapping and great though it is you know it's forever thinking oh. right i'm going away shall i put a bit of Uh Um, I know with the plus voucher you've got much more land coverage Uh than the £20 voucher Um, but even so you've got a 150,000 map card in your GPS you can go anywhere anywhere in the British Isles You've got the maps, and you've got right?
0: the routable data within there yeah, as well, haven't absolutely.
1: you? Know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good,
0: so. yeah. Okay, yeah. so both Ian and I agree for this category, which is best wow. top-end GPS unit under five hundred pound, is the GPS Map 66s with with Topo Pro one to fifty K map card. So. Best top end GPS units this is unlimited budget. So you can have one from the other category if you want, whatever you want. Oregon 700, 750, 66S, CCSI, Active 20. You can have that with a Platinum, which is 1 to 10, 125, 1 150K. 1 you can have your 66S with a 125K. What what would you have in that category? Anything you could have a, a two seven six CX, couldn't you?
1: Well, you could, you could. <laughs> uh, a bit too big though. <laughs> Just a bit too big to have if hanging people, from your. If people don't
0: know it's a massive GPS unit from Garmin, and uh yeah, it's a it's a big old beast, isn't it? So yeah, we've had a few on years. courses over yeah, the years. Yeah,
1: so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and it actually behaves very. It's like a it's like a, a, a sixty four. Yeah. S- gps turned to 90 de- degrees to <laughs> so you get your break your, your your brain around everything 90 degrees and if you um, if you get it with
0: 125k map kind of comes in i think just over a thousand pounds it's a right, fair old it, investment yeah, like it
1: is it,
0: so. it is yeah, yeah. so um, um, which one would you fancy in that in, in well, anything really
1: actually it it's actually interesting this this one which goes is totally against the grain when i i mean when i got my 66s last year I knew that was going to be the GPS that I wanted, but I think in some ways um, the the Oregon 750 is. I know when you know I talk to people about having ca- integrated cameras on their GPS, um, you know some people say, well, I wouldn't pay another. I think they'd pay another 70, 80 pounds mm. mm-hmm. for for that. But actually, it's a it's something that you know the photo quality is actually mm-hmm. pretty good mm-hmm. um, and if you're out walking and you know sort of like when I do go on me long distance walks it just saves really it, it would save having any other thing out with me like a camera or or um, my phone or whatever to take photos as and when I'm out walking because you could just use the, the GPS and that really is something that I well, I mean I, I sort of debated whether to actually almost go for that i mean i didn't i know i didn't in the end uh-huh. but but it was i did have to have a bit of a, a think about well going forward what is best for me and, and it
0: is a waterproof camera in which would be benefit very, very beneficial for you in the past year wouldn't what? it <laughs>
1: I, I keep on, I keep on talking to. As you know, I have a very good friend who lives just up the road from you in Rothbury. Yeah. And every time I talk to Charlie, he says, "Oh, it's nice and sunny up here in Northumberland and the King." Now you live in this world of dreams, <laughs> but beginning to it's has been, been wet in the south. He li- um. it,
0: it lives. We are, if people don't know where we live in in Rothbury. Do we have a place called Thropton? Which is, and he's actually just above Thropton, isn't he yeah, In absolutely. the office, we we call Thropton Lesserland We do. <laughs> Because we have a member of staff who works there, and she, says, she doesn't live in Thompson, she works in Lesserland, So we have a bit, a bit of a fun night. So, so anyway, oh, yeah, back to, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So, so back Oregon to 750, over it, 66i then, Ian, would you?
1: So, so, to be honest with you, John, I think from my point of view, um, a 750 would probably, Oregon 750, for my personal use, I think I could justify more mm-hmm. than a 66i. Simply because of, um, this, I, I don't. I wouldn't use the sixty-six i I know to its full potential mm-hmm. with the subscription service because, um, you know, I, I just. Whereas I could see myself using a GPS with a um, camera built Brilliant. into it. Excellent. So I could definitely, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, so are you going to send me my sixty-six i back that you've got down there? you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I thought I was, to, I thought I was doing that to to do because I've just done the setup procedures.
0: I thought you weren't <laughs> rushing to give it back to me. I thought you thought I quite <laughs> like my sixty six. eyes, so you keep it down there, hold it ransom, you know. So, 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 it, so in the unlimited budget, and what map card would you guess? I suppose oh. You're going to go for one twenty five k top pro Yeah, are you yeah,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, I, th- I think that you know. I, I think the thing is, is that to begin with, when everyone you know sits down and they look at their budgets, and I understand and appreciate that everyone's got budgets, everyone has purposes for what they use GPSs for, um, and you know, but I, I think if you can, if you can bite the bullet to begin with of um, just buying. The, the package, mm-hmm. then you won't be—you just won't be disappointed. No. And I think that also, and I think I stand to be corrected, but I think the—is um, uh, it for over 400, one to twenty-five paper maps have, are on the card. It's something—it's something like that, isn't mm-hmm. it? And when mm-hmm. so, when you look at the cost of, you know, if you if you bought the equivalent of the whole of the British Isles. Um, in the one to twenty five thousand mapping series. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot of money, but it's it just you've got it then, no matter where you go. You've
0: got it. When we're in this kind of category of unlimited budget, why wouldn't you buy a 125k map yeah. And it's funny because we've actually started, I've started to introduce them into a few of our training units as well now. So our, our 66S, I think the 66i that you've got has got 125k map. Yeah, there. yeah we've yeah. now started on courses because I think the benefits of that, especially if we're within National Park, as we are on some of our courses, I think people see that benefit and go, actually, this is worth the extra money. So it's we're slowly coming out the a lot of our training units have got the discoverer mapping the older previous map card and when we're replacing that i want to put a 125k map card in there because i think it's it's worth the investment once people see it they kind of go actually this is this is a benefit of having it isn't it yeah yeah yeah
1: and and, you know like on my courses i think my map card spends more time in other people's gps's than in my gps because they all everyone wants to see the difference and when they see the difference they it's a bit of an I think to them a bit of a no-brainer, yeah. really. Is Very good. So, best.
0: Best top end GPS unit um, for this Christmas. Um, Ian's going to choose the Oregon 750, and I'm going to go for the 66i. So I think I uh, would the 66i. I, I really like it. I think I will give benefit from that. I say I lead a lot of groups and things, so I, I like the in reach technology that's, uh, that's been built into that. So that kind of nicely sums up. So here we summarize best budget GPS unit. Ian's going for the GPS Map 64SX, and I'm going to go for the Etrex Trex 25. Best budget top end gps unit which is under 500 pound bracket we are both going for the gps map 66s with topo great britain pro 150k and the best top end gps unit Ian's going for the oregon 750 with a topo great britain pro 125k map card and i'm going to go for the gps map 66i again with a topo great britain pro 125k map card so those are thoughts coming up to christmas i think that's i i, I think that's kind of the, the uh, cornerstone of my article that i'm gonna have to write in the next week or two and it's <laughs> been quite nice to chat that over with you yeah, but many of yeah. our listeners would already have gps units so let's think of accessories Then that potentially go to stocking fillers so you know somebody wants to buy you a present and you've already got a gps unit so let we think about a practical accessory and let's just put a 25 pound budget on that because it might be a friend or a, a child wanting to buy you something for christmas so we've got um most I'm going to say practical accessories and less practical but more fun, which we think we of have a bit more of a, a good chat about. So, a practical accessory for Garmin is really going to be backpack tether, bike mount, retractable lanyard. We've started selling a few more of those. Garmin carry case, which is not really a carry case, but anyway, silicon case for eTrex Touch users, and potentially good batteries and chargers. Again, if you Garmin, what accessory would you got would you go for there? Are you in that list?
1: Well, John, if I was going to go. F- for me oregon 750 yeah. i mean despite the fact i've got a 66s um but if i was to go for the Oregon 750 because i think it is say it is a good gps i'd say without a shadow of a doubt a backpack tether mm-hmm. simply because um you know it, the the thing with the touchscreens you know i say to people that uh, i think i find at times you only have to like look at them uh, and and they'll some something changes the backpack tether just takes out this this constant quandary i think people are in owners mm-hmm. of Oregon touchscreens. well what do I do with it uh-huh. um, but you know even even for my 66 I've got a backpack tether. I think uh-huh. they're, they're actually brilliant and I know that you can't sell enough I can't sell enough of uh-huh. them on my courses uh-huh. um, you, you know because the moment everyone sees what they do uh-huh. um, Everyone, want, everyone want, wants, wants
0: them. People don't know about Tether. It attaches onto your rucksack and it also attaches on the back of your Garmin GPS unit. And therefore, your Garmin just sticks to your rucksack with Velcro. It's as simple as that, yeah. really. Yeah. The nice thing is you've also got a cord on it, so if yeah. it falls off or it accidentally gets knocked off, it's not going to hit yeah. the ground. I actually give my... I've mentioned this a number of times. We have Shepherds Walks holidays and we have Shepherds Walks as well as GPS training. And I give my guides a GPS or an in because we use the in-reaches. I actually give it to them on a backpack tether and there and then they attach it onto their rucksack and I know I'm going to get my GPS back rather than I put it down for my lunch and I've lost that orange yeah. thing you gave yeah. me, that in <laughs> mini, it's only £300. But hey. yeah. um, so therefore, I think the backpack tether is a really good practical... I, I say... A, yeah. Most organs that leave here will sell with a backpack tether. Yeah, I think it's the reality. Yeah, yeah. So, really nice. If you've not got a backpack tether, no, seventeen ninety nine. Again, that's a nice thing to put on your Christmas list. Less practical, fun accessories. I've actually put the temp, temp sensor and <laughs> chirp in as well. People don't know what a chirp is. A chirp is um, wireless geocaching, isn't it? You can do geocaching yeah, and, and do absolutely. that. And temp yeah, sensor, yeah. does it, does the tin, it kind mm-hmm. of tells you the temperature? Oh, so you can put this in your rucksack um and and you change a field within your gps and it tells you the outside temperature isn't it anything the, else i've the, missed the, there you know i don't know
1: <laughs> the only reason i'm laughing john is because i think probably so when i started running courses four years ago and you sent me down my initial amount of stock eventually when temp temp sensors have been probably out for what three years three uh, yeah, years yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Some, something sure. like that now I, I have, for three years, I have, they have got to have the worst carbon footprint in the world. My four temp sensors. I haven't sold, I haven't sold any four of them at all. The, That's why I'm laughing. i have travelled like. around
0: the country with yeah, you course I have course been around course.
1: the country and, and, and their carbon foot, footprint... It's going to be pretty awful by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so obviously, I must be going off and planting a tree or two to offset a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, actually, the temp sensor is because uh, I actually have done run one or two courses with people with yeah. off temp sensors, and it's actually quite in. You know, it's actually quite interesting because you know you 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 pair it with the GPS. Mm-hmm. You can set up a data field. You can see what the temperature is um and yeah it, i mean it it has a it it has a place i just can't miss scenes i can tell lots of backpack tethers on my courses but no temp sensors well, we had a
0: guy once know, I've maybe told this story before who actually put a temp sensor in his garden so he could tell the outside temperature so it's cheaper than buying a thermometer so he put a temp sensor <laughs> and he wanted to know the temperature if he switched on his oregon gps unit it would oh, tell yeah. him the temperature perfect fantastic <laughs> that's easily uh, so uh, I don't know if he still does it but that's what he was buying it for so, so it's
1: about that I think the only temp sensor I need is is when I go and stay with my mother and father-in-law because their house is so hot too, so,
0: <laughs> so uh, I we've got to, chirp is it's quite specialized it be a geocache yeah. chirps are really into it but again for ourselves yeah. we won't do so We're both going to go for the temp center now. A little bit of fun this Christmas and put it out in the garden, put it in your rucksack and do whatever you want with it. Take
1: your mother and father in
0: law's house. (laughs) And you can tell her, tell her how hot their house is. I think. The next thing we need to move on to, Ian, is GPS watches. I think this is going to be the big growth this Christmas, isn't it? Many of our listeners are handheld users. They've all got their organs. They've already got their 66 essays, and this is why they listen to the podcast. Many of them want that GPS watch. We've discussed them a lot on the podcast in the past. We're both users of Phoenix GPS watches. So, again, many people might say, actually, no, this Christmas, I've already got a nice GPS unit. I want to treat myself to a watch. So, really, let's look at best budget watch under £400 and then we'll think over best top end because they do go up quite a bit yeah, in price. Do, so, yeah. best budget, really, we've only got two, which are one's well under budget, which is the Instinct 26999 and then we've also got the Casio Protect WSD, 30 399 which people may know that works with a view ranger um application therefore you can put on survey mapping on a color gps unit i know you've not had an awful lot to do with the casio ian um but out of those two Garmin instincts you, yeah you've got a Garmin dominant instinct in your training bag don't you so you've had a fair bit yes. of to do so with I, that
1: I, I mean to be honest with you john i have you know as i say very little had very little to do with the casio watch but knowing the quality of mapping view range mapping mm-hmm. um over what you get on the Garmin Instinct for well, no mapping. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that would be a very for me would be a very strong contender, right? Um,
0: the nice thing is also with that view range is people share routes. It's lovely. Really, like I say when you start using that view range on that Casio watch, you now you can. I'm in this area, I want to do a walk, it downloads straight onto your GPS, onto, onto yeah. your watch. So yeah. once you get into yeah. that interface. My only downside on it is we've got to charge it every two days, where we're used to charging watches every 10, 12, days. I was going to say the instinct
1: does last a lot longer, but then I guess that's reflected in the, you know, when you go to the so-called map page on the instinct, it's, I mean, yes, you can see where you're going, Mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, it's very different, isn't it?
0: as I'm a bit of a uh, to say fashion guru or a fashion guru the instinct does look smart though the instinct does look <laughs> ma- Harry, my son wears an Instinct watch, and he's got the uh, the burnt orange one. I think it, uh, I know we we debate, Ian. We often debate about the color of the, some of these Instincts, but the uh, the burnt orange one looks good. getting yellow. You can have a yellow yeah, watch, can Yes,
1: you? I know, which is because I managed to because you sent me down a, a, flame, a, a flame, flame orange, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it was called, and and when you needed them back for one of your watch uh, familiarisation yeah, yeah. mornings, you gave me the option of sending me a black one down, which I gratefully received. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have that that colour in my training bag anymore. It
0: is sadly, sadly the most popular one is the black one, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I think um, I wish I had the courage to wear the yellow one. It's like it's off. It's like a sunflower yellow. So it's a really nice yellow. It'd be nice with a suntan in summer, but I don't think it'd be the best in a in a wet November in, North in Northumberland. <laughs> what have you got on your wrist, lad? <laughs> 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 so then we're looking at best budget GPS watch under 400 pounds. Um you're gonna go for the, the Protec. And I think I'm gonna agree with you there, because I say I, I like I like the mapping that we get at Casio yeah. Yeah. moving away from the Garmin world there, but I think it's it's a nice uh, nice nice watch there with the Casio Protec. Okay, best top end unlimited budget. We've got so much. So really in Phoenix territory here, aren't we? Phoenix six success. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. we have all got the fives as well. Um, so we'll kind of forget the fives because we are we've got unlimited budget so why should we have a a watch which is now um, still being run Um, we've now got the six that comes along six success six sapphire success sapphire they just the the solar edition as well which is is out hopefully in the next two or three weeks we'll do a review of that um you're just go for the most expensive you know you
1: no Are you not? Oh, you know Oh no, no, I. I think I'd still go. So I would go for the six. Sorry, the six sapphire. Right. I think. Um, I think that's a sort of like it's still a lot of money, but it's it's like a decent, how half, halfway house I think. Um, I like the fact that I don't. I don't always wear my, Phoenix um, five that has got the sapphire uh, screen. But I know that because it's got the sapphire watch face, I can just throw it in a bag. I can do whatever I want to it, mm-hmm. if need be. And I know that I'm not going to end up scratching it. Um, so it is that sort of like knowledge that you've got a watch um, face with, you know, yeah. that quality yeah. of protection. It's, that's that's it's, the way I look. It's about.
0: been by far our best sign. The sixth sapphire we've sold a lot yeah. of. And to be honest, because most many outdoor people, rather than just as a as a fashion accessory, um, yeah. most people say I can see the benefits of that. Because if you are spending, we're spending seven hundred pound yeah. on a watch here. Actually, why shave a hundred pound off that to get that better quality screen?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Solar edition. I know you have you have you looked much into the solar edition or not or?
1: Yes, I mean I've read a little bit about it, and then you think, well, could I? Have, I don't know whether I could justify
0: that amount of money for 849 pound come on Ian. i'm only getting to spend another hundred and yeah, <laughs> <job. laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um i think the other reason why i i personally wouldn't go for it is because i know that the, the 6x is just too bigger yeah it, it's just too big a watch mm-hmm. that i would want to wear mm-hmm. that's the other thing and, and because of the technology behind it as well it's going to be bigger than than 6, 6x so mm-hmm. marginally so it's probably slightly thicker because of the technology so i mean it's, a, it's already a chunky chunky enough the 6x so mm-hmm. to add that in as well so I'm,
0: I, I'm really interested to see this we've not yet got them i've, ordered, I've got them in order they are coming in hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'm really interested to see the 6s solar um i've seen a a, a pre-production model of it I'm really interested to see it in the flesh and see exactly how much bigger that looks on your wrist I'm actually like you I'm not yet upgraded from my five till six Jay, my wife had discussed in the past she upgraded as soon as she saw the 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 new success in rose gold she couldn't wait to get in she had a new (laughs) watch on a unit within Thirty-six hours. <laughs> so, I still say, you know what? She sold her old one on eBay, and I, I, she sold it far too cheap. I think she just wanted her wrist within two minutes. Or so, so uh, I'm not yet upgraded I'm waiting to see the Soul Edition. I think uh, I don't know just just because it is a solar watch. I think that might be uh, just. But again, I don't know. I'm going to wait and see. So, in the in the Phoenix range, Ian, you're going to go for the Sapphire. I think I would also go for the sapphire, but I'm just going to wait and see what that soul is out, see if it does look ridiculously big on my wrist. I've not got big wrists and it may just look totally stupid on it. So that's the best top end unit. I think the best top end GPS watch is the, uh, the six sapphire, which is the one with the hardened screen. So Ian, to finish off this conversation, if there's anything else in the outdoor world, like we're talking that like, you know, like, I don't know, battery packs, um, map upgrades, in reach Minis, we've discussed, but not really discussed, um, solar panel charges, is anything else you think on your Christmas list, a little bit different, like you think, hmm, I quite fancy that.
1: Um, I'd say, I, I think certainly from a map upgrade, if, if I just had a one to 50,000, I say just, but if I had the one to 50,000 map card, I could be more than half persuaded to upgrade mm-hmm. myself to the combined map card. Um, as we've said earlier, um, you know, it, if you do go, go all over the country, I spoke to a gentleman um, probably about two months ago, was debating Darbar one to 50,000 with bird's eye or the combined card, and then he was telling me he was going from, you know, for a few days walking the Lake District and then up to Scotland, and when I explained to him that, you know, with the combined map card you would just have Everything. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a um, bit of a non-argument for him as to what he was going to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that is a that would be a big Im- improvement, um, you know, from a mapping point of view. But then, as I say, not everyone is, is you know, is going to go all over the British Isles. I've run one or two courses where I've had people come, you know, quite local to the course. Um, you know, I had a gentleman not so long ago who lived in the new forest um only walked into the new forest mm-hmm. so why spend any money on a map card yeah. uh, other than bird's eye mapping yeah um so again i think it's very much down to people's activities budgets but I, I i could see that upgrading a you know up to the combined map card would be something i would certainly consider as a mm-hmm. standalone mm-hmm.
0: Kind of i nearly i nearly brought in my wish list here not wishes i'm, I'm actually buy one of these for myself this new product it's going to go in the newsletter tomorrow a Go zero sherpa 100 pd a power pack that will would charge my macbook three times i think it is charge my iphone eight times and the best thing about this power pack i'm going to pick up my phone i don't know if we can see me except ian but it's got wireless charging on this power pack how cool is that ian? wow that is fantastic yeah. it's a little power pack which has got usb connects in there you can charge off your solar panel i'm like you spend a lot of time i spend far too long in hotel rooms around the country or staying away delivering courses and a power pack i kind of thought that you can charge your phone you charge in your hotel room and you've got power especially on courses and this kind of thing it's a really it does come in at 200 pounds a lot of money but it's a great piece of kit and i just love wireless charging wireless charging a power pack is the ultimate ultimate thing isn't it? So, i know
1: Certainly i know when
0: i ordered them in i did actually order one in for myself um i've not yet um managed to sneak it out the packet and uh, and uh, play with it because it had just arrived in was but, yesterday but
1: does jane jane know yet she doesn't need to know
0: about this she doesn't need to know. i'm testing it i'm product testing it. yeah oh <laughs> indeed <Jessica. laughs> yeah i'll test it so go zero sherpa 100 pd if you look at our website under power batteries on the gps store you'll see it there it is a cracking piece of kit so it is the top end by the time you whack a solar panel on top of that that's gonna be another 100 quid so 300 quid easy (laughs) nice little little add-on isn't it it is it is fantastic that's been a really nice informative chat there so thanks for joining that chat about what we would want on our christmas um, presents we've talked about units we've talked about watches we've talked about accessories and also a little bit of a chat there about some of the other things that we have around us that we quite fancy if you want to find out more about some of the products we've discussed just go to our website which is gpstraining.co.uk click on gps store on the top menu then on the left hand side you see the different categories for the products that we have discussed The next thing we're gonna quickly look at on the podcast is the new GPS map, box, GPS map 86S and 86i. We actually ordered these yesterday's from Garmin, they've just been released. It's it's described by Garmin as a marine handheld preloaded with worldwide base map. Yeah, to see what this worldwide base map is. But they're coming in at 319 and 519. So By comparative, our 66S is 399 and 499, so we're a little bit different. Other key thing, I don't know if you've had a a chance to look at this, Ian. It is, we've got a built-in battery on all models, where there's 66S. So we've got a built-in battery. Um, um, It has a memory card slot on it. Can we put OS maps on it? I don't know. I looked at the Garmin website, and it doesn't really say that you can does it i don't know if you've had a much of a look at it or not
1: well it's funny you should say that because i did look at the garmin website last night john that was my homework for last night um and actually it was talking about um it said something about routing profiles yeah. and routable for roads so it's got to be you you would have thought so that you can um and what a worldwide base map yeah well <laughs> nothing more than what you get um on the gps one would have thought anyway which is yeah not, straight roads not and nothing yeah. there
0: really no no so no. Uh, yeah it, it's an interesting one i think it there's a big crossover because we do have a lot of people who will use their gps units in kayaks and and as well yeah. as walking and because the main key things is it is floats it floats doesn't it so if yeah. you do lose yeah. it but therefore it's going to be a little bit bulkier on the back of that i would have thought well, it, yeah. it looks a bit bulkier um but i don't know i don't know after after your research last night in which is pretty uh, what are your thoughts on 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 the unit and I, potential? Yeah,
1: Go yeah. On. Well, I think it. I think it's it. Personally, it will have a place. I think it's going to have a big place because I I have had over the last couple of years probably about three or four uh, kayakers uh, on my course, and you know we've we've talked about well. How do they plot routes on on all sorts of different things on well on the water basically mm-hmm. uh, and and you know were they were you know keen walkers as well but they do you know it clearly seemed as if well not seemed they they clearly were wanting to use a GPS yeah. whilst out kayaking mm-hmm. um, and for this you know John you did your Podcast on the floatability of of the and water resistance yeah, exactly. of your GPS We, do,
0: yeah, we do that we it with you Months too, to too
1: soon. <laughs> <You> <laughs> months too, too soon. Um, because you could test these product Test these. Um, no, I I think that they will have. I th- you know, if, and especially if you can get ordnance survey mapping on them, which you would assume that, that you can do, I would um, certainly. A hug. Yeah, I think yeah. the
0: case for us, is we've just got to get a hold of the unit, stick a map card in there, and see exactly what I thought what you were going to say,
1: stick it, stick it in water, and see what <laughs> happens.
0: <laughs> I think the other key thing, Ian, is the built in battery, isn't it? No, would you prefer a built in battery in a GPS unit rather than double And And the 66i's got this and actually we've had very good feedback from people with that so actually i don't know is it would you go for this unit just because we've got a built-in battery if it can take os maps as we think it's going to
1: yeah Uh, i i think it is it it's it's an interesting question isn't it? it it's just you know what happens in a few years time um you know being the half you know cup uh empty kind of chap <laughs> get, get me words out that, that that I can be um no I, as i say i I I think it pro- provided the battery survives the, the test of time uh-huh. quite literally then I think I mean personally if I was a um which I'm not but if I was a sea kayaker or probably not so much you know although the I watched the little Garmin video last night on 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 the on the use of 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 the 86 uh series and you think well you know they've got you know the big boats have got much better Uh you know chart plotters and what have you um but i think that if you're you know if you do walk and you do you know some form of water sports i think it is a it's quite a good a very good competitor and alternative isn't it Uh it's it's got to be
0: I think uh, so, and yeah. is that is that person who walks as he walks as well as sea kayaks, and that was a big marketplace. I think Garmin yeah. are moving a lot into that with the watches. They're bringing very much into the ski market with the uh, ski maps that we now got on the on the Phoenix Sixes, yeah. and yeah. I suppose they're moving into that you no know, the the casual kayaker canoeist that kind of thing, yeah. which and, is there.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think and I know that we were joking about it yesterday, but um, I I a couple of nights ago. I was, I was watching that most fantastic documentary on the BBC uh, on Saving Lives at Sea, because my, my wife was out, and my and my life gets pretty shallow in the evening. <laughs> um, saving Lives at Sea,
0: but, I must have but, found my, uh, but, my recording. Oh, it's fantastic,
1: it's fantastic, it's really good, it's all about the RNLI around the country, uh, and, and it's brilliant, it's brilliant, because you just see just how fantastically brave these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they but they went to they went to rescue a sea kayaker off the north coast of scotland and he'd been caught by a wave he had a i know it's not it wasn't an 86 eye but it's the same principle you know he said the only reason why he was alive to tell the tale was because he had his own uh, he had a personal lo- locator beacon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the emergency service he said there's no way i was going to be able to phone someone yeah. and say i'm sitting on a rock with yeah. the kayak in the water yeah. can you come and help me um because he didn't know where he he wouldn't his phone wouldn't have told him where it wasn't probably got got wet anyway and it wouldn't have worked.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you know he you know and with the eighty six I you know it's going it's the same principle mm-hmm. with the in reach mm-hmm. side of it mm-hmm. and you, you know you, you 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 know I know everyone jokes about these sorts of things but you know at the end of the day that you know he he, he did at one point you know he was talking to the um you know to to the program about well it's you know the you know and this was a very experienced kayaker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know so it wasn't he just like, like a, a gone out for a, on a sunny day um on the north coast of scotland in a sea kayak you know this this man did it he, he was a serious yeah. sea kayaker and he'd been caught out with a big wave and and he knew how to deal with it and the only reason why he dealt with it and the reason why he was found immediately was because of his personally mm-hmm, beacon. Mm-hmm. so the 86i has got to have a place in the yeah. market definitely hasn't
0: it 100% and again yeah. we we already sell a lot of 64s and 66s to see carcass, so it's the right unit again with the in technology built into it i know we kind of go on in it's a bit oh it's a life save actually if you are out of sea as you say yeah. it is it is potentially going to save your yeah. life and and yeah. yeah why would you not have one Do you know why would you oh, get... absolutely so yeah yeah. so I say we'll review it properly when we get them in I say I've ordered them so hopefully they'll be in the next week or 10 days and we can have maybe a bit more of a, a chat about it when we've actually got our hands on it we'll keep you updated but I thought it's an interesting development just at the start of November and see exactly what we want if you want to find out more about the new GPS Maps 86S just go to our website which is gpstraining.co.uk and click on GPS store on the top menu bar when we have them they'll be online and uh, they'll be there ready for you to find out all about Next thing on this month's GPS Train podcast is Ian's FAQ. So we've got Ian's frequently asked questions, the questions you've been asked both on courses, which I know you've not done a lot over the last month, but also on some of the tech support questions that you've been answering to our customers who, again, get a one year support when they buy a GPS unit from ourselves. So, Garmin GPS FAQs, Ian, this month is?
1: Right. Um, I have actually had quite a few people contact us about. Um, their GPS is not behaving. I think as they would uh, expect them to behave. Like the GPS is shut down on them. It's frozen on them. Um, it, it's just done funny things. Um, and sort of like finally we've got we've got to the you know almost all the time. The problem is um, that the GPS isn't either being up, updated mm-hmm. by the customer. So um, just. F- you know the, the way I know that you know I talk to people on my course. It's it's basically through the Web Updater yeah. um, it's a program that's built into windows Base Camp. For if you're a Mac owner uh, user, then you need the Web Updater as a separate little program. It's only a few kilobytes, um, and you do need to keep it updated because although Garmin um, will probably only say. That they've updated X amount of things or improved little fixes. Underneath it all, they will have uh, undoubtedly. They'll have the new update will have ironed out a few other little bits. Uh-huh. And I've had I've had at least probably I think three or four people that through the month who who have had problems, gen- uh-huh. genuine problems. But when the question it goes, Have you updated your GPS to this v- latest software uh, version for your GPS? And the answer is no. Then I get them to update it and. Almost hundred times out of a hundred, it's just cured the,
0: the right. problem. Okay.
1: Um, so, so I think you know, and, and it is, and 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 you know, if that doesn't cure it, um, you know, sometimes I mean, although I generally do use a um, fixed cable between my router and my uh, computer to do my updates. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I do it over. You know a laptop that's attached to the wi-fi in my house sometimes although you think you've got the best update sometimes my well i know my wi-fi is not great in certain parts of the house so it may even be worth re-downloading because even if you go connect your gps to uh the web update it it tells you that you've got the most up-to-date version but it's always worth re-down because you can re-download it again and install it back Um, onto
0: your gps unit yeah yeah.
1: and 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 that again may you know something may have just got scrambled in the updating process Mm -hmm. Um, so i think that that's always worth having a go and the last last sort of like last resort because it involves then setting your gps back up it's just basically resetting it back to factory conditions um which you can do within the trip computer um part of your gps garmin gps um and and that cures it Mm -hmm. and then if that really doesn't cure it um you and i know that there's a master reset option that really does really does take it back to its 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 native form you need about five hands and 15 fingers with alternating different button pro you know or mm-hmm. touch, touching different bits of the screen to do it but at the end of the day that that really will do it but as i say you know and i think people shouldn't be afraid of resetting these geniuses no. um yes it's a bit of a you know it's a five ten minute job um to set it all back up again mm-hmm. but sometimes if you know i'd fasten to do that then you know have it for you know not is it going to work properly isn't it going to work properly and to say the 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 reset if if you've tried all the other bits first that are are non-invasive then just go for the invasive Resets reset it up and yeah, then set it back I mean, up again and again yeah. it's not
0: you say it takes five or ten minutes to set it back up again no get set up sheets for ourselves really the online resource and this kind of thing but yeah. actually, you know it's going to sort that problem out don't you so instead of trying to put a plaster over it oh well we'll just put up with it actually that does yeah. sort the problem out 99% yeah. of the time yeah. isn't it yeah. so
1: yeah as I say and as I say it, it's it but it, the first thing is if it's not behaving as you as you think it should do just check the guard you know Plug it into the web update because there may be an update. Um, very recently, I've had a gentleman who, who bought a 32x from us back in J- July, um, and it was just shutting down on him just once. Every he was saying every six times, six five six times, he took it out for a walk, um, or it was doing some something else. And there was one update by Garmin for the 32x in August, and um it'll be interesting to to see because although it says that it the fix the update was for the um altimeter on the 32x um uh, you're guaranteed that by just putting this new software version on it it will probably cure these little freezes or shutdowns or whatever
0: um especially that being a new unit as well there's always going to be bugs out isn't
1: it yeah and and, you know as we're talking last month's or I was telling you in last month's podcast, you know, 66 owner, we finally got the option to, you know, joking apart, but we, you know, Garmin finally gave us the option to get rid of the data field box yeah, yeah, yeah. on the map screen. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you know, if you, if, if you don't keep it updated, you miss out on sometimes a little, little User
0: improvements yeah. as well.
1: So, so keep your GPSs updated. Keep it up to
0: date, and if do things go wrong, update it again. That's what you're saying. Reinstall the software yeah. on it. If that doesn't sort it, there's a, a soft reset, which is just do do the trip computer, and yeah. then there is this master reset that takes it all the way back to factory settings. That's the way to get through any problems. Satmap. We've had a really quiet month on Satmap. Yeah. Questions. We've not really no. had any, have we?
1: No, I've had none. I've had no queries from any Satmap user in the uk who owns a sat map in the uk wow How about that? that's not bad is it that? maybe that's telling <laughs> us all something
0: yeah we mentioned the sat map for oh 30 seconds maybe a minute at this podcast we talk about christmas presents yeah and actually that kind of tells us something they, they they've done a lot of updates over the years sat map yeah. uh, recently yeah. i suppose the unit's a few years old now so again that they've got all the bugs ironed out and yeah, yeah it just seems to work doesn't it
1: yeah i've had literally no queries from any satmap owner all all october wow so which is pretty good pretty good
0: moving swiftly on from the uh, the solid uh, the solid device of the satmap active 20 uh to wearables so wearables so gps watches is what we're talking about in there yes. isn't it yeah. what, what kind of questions have you had regarding that yeah, right it-
1: uh, well actually it's something that the customer very it, it, it was really weird because you know was, as we know come the autumn sort of like end of september beginning of october um apple released their new ios <laughs> updates that's right <laughs> And the whole world for about a month is centered to confusion as things don't work. We've had the issue with Basecamp on the Max, mm-hmm. uh, which we've talked about. Um, and, uh, you, you know, we sort of bird's eye mapping with oh, all sorts uh-huh. of different things. Um, well, this is actually, um, I, I, it was towards the, I think it was towards the, it, in the beginning of October sometime, first week, um, a customer said that his notifications on his ins- instinct had just stopped coming through mm-hmm. from his iPhone, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Oh, I haven't had any either." Um, <laughs> he's, he, you know, and I thought, and 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 so he, he the gentleman, had said what what he'd done, and, and as far as he could see, everything was okay. Uh, so I checked my watch, mm-hmm. all the settings to receive the notifications were fine. I checked under the in my iPhone the the, when you go into the settings there's a there's one menu item that is called notifications and all the notifications were um, were shown as being on Uh and working and I'm thinking what about the Garmin Connect app?
0: Uh There's and, always a
1: little thing there. Garmin Connect app. <laughs> yes, and um, as we know, the um, you know the the it's on my phone, on my iPhone, um, the Garmin, and again, it, it's you know as well as taking all the sort of like the health stats and your walks and all the rest of it through the um, app. Um, there are also some settings right behind it, John. Right. For for, for and the, and. They clearly, and I'm starting up my Garmin Connect app. I've still got the little man running away on the screen, oh. and it's not really doing anything. So bear with me whilst we talk about this, and we stall for a bit of time. I'm, I, sorry um,
0: everybody's grabbing their iPhones now. I've grabbed my yeah. iPhone, ready for the solution oh. to the problems so, right. uh,
1: so, we go into so. So what I did was, so I thought, I wonder, and and the thing was that my watch was syncing with my iPhone. Yes. For for. My health stats. So by the time I got back from the gym, everything was there. So I knew it was. So I, I knew it was. They were talking to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I wonder what else. And I went into. Um, oh, I've got to start my little man. Hang on, just bear with me. But, oh, here we go. Um, so I went into the. Um, um, into more. So the bottom right menu item. Yeah, which is the more. Yes. So I went into more. Then I went into my Garmin devices. Garmin devices
0: down the bottom, yes. Then
1: I went to my Phoenix Five Plus.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Phone, uh, watch watch, even, uh, because I'm on the phone anyway. Um, And then, if you go down the menu, there's one that says Sounds and Alerts. Uh huh. And um, the this whole bit. I think it was. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was. So I went into. There's one that says phone notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Right, second from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And when I went into the next screen, it said something like, "Please reload this app."
0: Right. So okay. rather,
1: so rather than giving me the options of of the phone notifications during an activity or not during an activity, mm-hmm. um, it, it it had some weird message on it, right, saying saying you know something like please reload garmin connect or please resync or, or it, it was something yeah, yeah so i pressed okay it all loaded itself up and back came my notifications right
0: so, so yes yeah, often maybe just restarting the app has, has rectified that problem then has it by the sounds yeah, well or, well
1: but you see the thing is though that i sort of like had um you know sort of like um I, I'd, I'd had Probably, I mean, I don't know because they come through so frequently. Either the app updates, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, very sadly, probably once a month, run my battery down totally on my iPhone mm-hmm. and charge it from zero um, to get rid of the battery memory in the phone. Um, I, but it, it wasn't as if I needed to to delete the app and put it back on again. It, it just needed. It was as if an app update hadn't activated yeah. this very last bit that, yeah. I, ne- that I needed to do. Uh-huh. because So the main iPhone notifications were working, uh-huh. the notifications were fine on my watch. Uh-huh. Um, I knew my watch was syn- to, syncing to my iPhone okay, uh-huh. but it was that last little bit that just uh-huh. wasn't
0: um, I know Apple brought, oh, that was the day after they brought out another update, and literally after the first night, there was another update the next night, yeah, and, and there's, there's kind of, <laughs> another update. Another it. update. <laughs> <laughs> and all our apps came back into life again. You kind of thought, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that won't work. Yeah. So uh, I know I got home that night, and my daughter says, don't update your iPhone. <laughs> do you have any choice? It just does it, doesn't it, these days. So... Uh, so yeah, a few yeah. issues there with yeah. the iOS 13 update. It's the same as we've had with the um, the base camp, and not on the Mac. With these things over time, you know, I think sometimes we all worry so much about these things. They often just sort themselves out, don't they? As there's yeah. more updates yeah. coming, and you know, yeah. as these yeah. issues, when they are big software updates, they can't test everything. And either Garmin bringing out an update of the Connect app, yeah. or, or uh, Apple iOS operating system do sort out these problems over time. But don't
1: but, they? but this this seems though that it needed a bit of manual yeah. intervention though to to cure, to the, cure problem. the problem. And and so, you know, I contacted the, the gentleman saying I think this is where the problem is and um he got back to me say, Yep, yeah, all all sorted. So it clearly, you know, it was you know, whether it in, in another day or two Garmin would have done another app update mm-hmm. or something. Well Who knows? But anyway, so should anyone be struggling with their notifications, always worth checking at the very back of, you know, the back and beyond of the Garmin Connect app just Mm -hmm. to see what. That's doing basically. Brilliant. As well as on the phone and the watch.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Ian, for your FAQs this month. Don't forget, we have lots of top tips and solutions to all your questions in the GPS training online resource. Just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk click on an online resource, the top menu bar, and then log in. You can select the unit or the watch that you've got, and you'll see right at the bottom, you'll see some top tips on that menu bar. So many thanks for listening to this month's GPS Training Podcast, and please do let us know if there's anything you'd like covering in future podcasts. Again, if you've got any friends who are interested in outdoor GPS units or wrist-based products, please also put them, um, point them in the direction of the GPS Training Podcast. Please do give us a call, especially if you're thinking about buying a new GPS unit or GPS watch. And please do take a look, look at both our physical GPS training courses and also our web webinars. Just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk, and click on GPS training courses. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating in iTunes or overcast if you're an Android user. It's very much appreciated. If you also have the time, please do leave us a snazzy review in whatever platform you listen to. And many thanks, Ian, for joining me on this month's GPS rating Podcast. It's been fun. What a good one, haven't
1: yeah, we, Ian? Absolutely, yes. It's absolutely right. <laughs> well, thank you, John. No, oh, Very good.
0: It's, it's, it's nice to have you from start to finish. So um, yes. it's been good. And, and I think with the subjects we've covered, it's been it's been nice to have that a bit of a chat and discussing over some of the products. So, yeah, fingers crossed we can do another full length podcast in the very near future and just finally enjoy the month ahead and I hope you manage to get plenty of miles under your belt in the coming month.